Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. As we journey through this life, many things can happen. If certain events or a person does not live up to our expectations, we can lose perspective and become unsettled. Emotions and doubts can take over, seize control and rob us of that moment. This is exactly what happened to the disciples after Jesus' death on the cross and being confronted with his empty tomb. Let us walk along the road to Emmaus with two wayfaring travellers whose eyes have been restrained. Luke chapter 24, verses 13 to 35. And we'll read a few verses at a time. Verses 13 to 14. Now behold, two of them were travelling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. The two walked together. In the Bible, number two is very significant. To the Jew, the law required two or more witnesses for something to be believed. Together they walked and talked about all that had happened. Two walked together. Verses 15 to 16. So it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained, so that they did not know him. The two were not spiritually in tune with what had happened, or who it was that spoke to them. They did not know him, and felt disconnected from him. Yet Jesus draws near to them, and joins them on their journey. He doesn't just draw near for a moment. He joins them on their journey. In their despair and disappointment of him, he is the one who reaches out to them. God understands whenever and whatever reason we cannot reach out to him. He is there with us and draws ever so close. Even when we don't feel him, even when we feel disconnected from him, he is there always with us, in and out of every season. I remember when my mum passed on. After her funeral, I was in a fog for 40 days. Yet he was there. I knew he was there with me. He was ever so close, intimate and personal. He was walking along the road of grief together with me. He continued to speak to me and interrupt my every day, even though I had no words to utter. He comforted me and brought me out of the fog. He knows exactly what we need and when we need it, and he is there any time for us. Also, there are times when I have been so sick and tired that I didn't have the energy to speak or concentrate on focusing on him. Yet I knew he was there. 
regardless of the circumstances, environment or weaknesses, he draws so close, always wanting to go deep into our hearts. He is so loving, gentle, good and kind. The truth is he never leaves us nor forsakes us, as his desire is always to be with us. As we journey through this life, no matter the circumstances, God himself draws near to us. Let us continue, verses 17 to 18. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which have happened there in these days? Not only does Jesus draw near to them and join them on their journey, but he knows their sorrow. He sees that they are sad and engages in conversation with them. He shows them that he sees their sadness and his concern for them. In doing so, he honours them and shows them that he cares. He breaks through the heaviness of sorrow and hopelessness. God breaks through this life of disappointment, confusion and hopelessness to bring satisfaction, clarity and hope. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only he. Verses 19 to 20. And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. The irony is, he is the one they are disappointed in, confused about, and as a result feel that all hope is gone. However, the truth is, he is the one who never disappoints, brings clarity into confusion, and gives hope. A hope that is never taken away. An eternal hope. A confident expectation for today and for tomorrow. They know and testify of him as a prophet who was mighty in deed and word. Oh, but only if they could see, know and receive. He's far greater than any prophet. He is the Son of God. Yes, God who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Not only is he alive, but he is reaching out to them at their point of need. This is such a beautiful and powerful moment revealing of who God is and his heart's desire for us. Jesus reaches down to our lowest point of need to raise us up equal with him. Verses 21 to 24 But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, Today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. 
When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said. But him they did not see. They have been told and heard the truth. He is alive. But they failed to receive and believe as sadness had gripped their heart. They had not seen and experienced for themselves. Yet Jesus is greater. He breaks through the darkness and shines forth his glorious light. Jesus is greater than any darkness as he is the light of the world. He responds to them in a way they will understand. Verses 25 to 27. Then he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Jesus, the Word who became flesh, who through him and by him all things were created, speaks light into their darkness and joy into their sadness. Moses, together with all the prophets sent to ancient Israel, testified of his coming. They knew the scriptures. Therefore Jesus reaches into their hearts to the level of what they believed. And he goes on revealing to them the truth, the truth that will set them free. The truth of who he is, that he is the Messiah. He is the one who at the hands of the chief priests and rulers was delivered up to be condemned to death and crucified. That he had to suffer to set humanity free. He is risen to come into his glory. If only they knew that truth is standing right beside them, engaged with them, drawn closer to them, and speaking into their hearts. He opened their hearts through the scriptures, expounding on all things concerning himself. Verses 28 to 29. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. They were hungry for more, as their hearts were ignited with hope and fueled by his presence. They constrained him with intensity and fervour. Jesus instantly responds and went in to stay with them. Abide with them. Jesus never rejects us and never gets tired of being with us. He is always ready, willing and able. Verses 30 to 31. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, 
and he vanished from their sight. Jesus continues to serve even though his work is finished. His work on the cross was finished, yet he continues to intercede, to reach out, to draw near. As he journeyed with them, their hearts were ignited with his fire, yet they still did not see. Upon invitation, Jesus draws closer. He abides with them. In Jewish culture and customs of sharing a meal together, it is one of fellowship, intimacy and of great value. Even the everyday meals were special. Jesus shares a meal with them and speaks with his actions. He sat at the table with them, rested with them, abided with them, right where they were at. As a result, the three of them were equal, no one higher or lower than the other. They all sat together at the table. He took the bread. This word that has been translated as took is very interesting. It has dual meaning of either receive or take, depending upon the context. Jesus used it when he declared he would lay down his life and take it up again. Could they have reasoned amongst themselves? It was he. He blessed the bread. Could it be that they remembered how he blessed the five loaves and two fishes? Were they there? Was there something in how he blessed the bread that was to remove the scales off their eyes? He broke the bread. Had they heard how he broke the bread and said to the twelve at the Last Supper, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. His flesh was broken and torn apart. Oh, that they could remember. When he took the bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them, their eyes were opened. The truth of who he is revealed. They now knew him and are truly free. Let us read what happened. Verses 32 to 35. And this is their response. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road, and while he opened the scriptures to us? So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven that who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. They rose up that very hour. It must have been late. Yet they returned to Jerusalem to testify from their own experience, from their own personal encounter with him. They confirmed what the women and angels had been saying. Their eyes were opened by his presence. 
at the breaking of bread as he gave himself to them and he gave the bread to them. Their eyes were opened. They have seen and know the truth. They testify and received and believed. He is indeed risen. He is indeed alive. All this was made known to them in the breaking of the bread by him. Jesus appeared to many before he ascended into heaven and is now at the right hand of the Father. He opened each one's eyes in different ways according to their need by his presence. For us today, by his spirit, as we journey through this life, he is with us. We can be expectant to hear from him and to have an encounter with him and to be intimate with him. As this is the heart of the Father, this is the heart of the Son, this is the heart of his Spirit. As he so desires us, he draws near to us. It is through the scriptures that we learn about him, as the Bible is God's love story to us. The Father, Son and Spirit are one. And God is continually working to reveal himself to us. Our hearts are ignited by an awareness of his presence and knowing the truth about him. When we come to the Bible, his love story to us, let us surrender what we think the text means and ask him to reveal himself to us by his spirit, what he wants us to know about him from the text. It is his story. He will do this individually and personally, as this is his heart's desire, to reveal himself to us, to reveal his truth to us, so that we can be truly free. So some of the things that we learn about God from the text today. Number one. As we journey through this life, no matter the circumstances, God himself draws near to us. Number two, God breaks through this life of disappointment, confusion and hopelessness to bring satisfaction, clarity and hope. Number three, Jesus sees and knows our weaknesses as he is greater. Number four, he reaches down to our lowest point of need to raise us up equal with him. Number five. Jesus is greater than any darkness as he is the light of the world. Number six. Jesus never rejects us and never gets tired of being with us. He is always ready, willing and able. Number seven. Jesus was condemned to death, crucified, and is alive forevermore. And number eight, Jesus' presence opens our eyes to him and the truth about him. Praise his mighty name. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.